podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to the Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool-related. On a Wednesday on which I must be the first to say, Jurgen Klopp must go. He must go. A 4-0 defeat to Manchester United in such a high-stakes game, which clearly Jurgen took seriously by playing 32 players. Um, Yesterday was just funny. Today remains funny. Jurgen clearly treating the game as a training session. Eric Ten Hag treating it like a cup final and United players actually celebrating being given a ridiculous looking trophy that looked like someone had nailed some cheap trophy from their local sports shop onto the top of what was like a concept gaming console. Absolutely bizarre. Uh, The Reds at no point really had anything resembling a full-strength 11. They started off with a weakened 11, a a very weakened 11, uh, on 30 minutes made it an even weaker 11, and then on 60 did, to be fair, introduce some of the first-team players or more of the first-team players and um, still managed to concede fourth goal. It it was just a very strange afternoon's watch. Um, you don't really know how to how to compartmentalize this. So Liverpool started off with Allison in goal, a defense of Mabaya, who's a midfielder at right back, Nat Phillips, Joe Gomez, and Chambers as the defense. Uh, a Brian Henderson and Tyler Morton double pivot, and then Carvalho, Elliott, and Diaz behind Firmino. The defence was a train wreck. The midfield was a train wreck. The attack did look exciting, in particular Carvalho, Elliott and Diaz. And they tore United apart time and time again, created a bunch of chances, probably should have scored a couple of goals, hit the woodwork a couple of times, but were somehow 2-0 down when that group of players got taken off, despite having been the better team with that shambles of a group. Now, bear in mind, United started their strongest 11. With no Cristiano and no Slabhead, they were able to play their best 11. De Gea, Delo, Varane, Lindelof, Shaw, McFred in midfield, Sancho and Rashford either side, Martial up front and Bruno as a 10. That is United's best 11. And we had 
two kids at fullback, another kid in midfield, Nat Phillips, Brian in a two, which never works, and then a front four that had never played together before. Now, the standout stinkers were Brian and Nat, and it might be in our best interest to not play Nat anymore if we have any hopes of getting real money for him. It's probably in our best interest not to play him anymore. On 30 minutes, they were replaced. Um, Allison remained in goal until half time. Fraundorf, who's a winger, came on at right back. Matip and Reese Williams came on at centre back with Costas at left back. Basetich, Milner, and Clarkson became a midfield three. Oxlade, Chamberlain, Jones, and Clark were the front three. So no attacker. Basically, Liverpool had three midfielders and three attacking midfielders and no forward player. Um, The most forward of the players would be Bobby Clark and Fraundorf, who was playing right back. Um, Reese Williams had been on the pitch a matter of seconds before he gifted United the third goal. And uh, from there, it got a bit stale, a little bit boring. At halftime, Adrian came on for Alisson. And then on 60, Klopp made changes to actually introduce, well, the good players. Um, Trent, Ibu, Virgil, Robbo, Fabinho, Thiago and Naby, Salah, Nunes and Hill. And Hill is the interesting one because that kid missed nearly a year and a half or over a year and a half after an ACL tear. And you could see... Every time he got on the ball, he is a clever player. He makes good decisions. Uh, we managed to concede a fourth goal. Ibu went walkies, lost the ball, and United countered. Virgil ended up in a three-on-one situation, and United scored a goal. Uh, not that anyone really cared, because, like I say, this was a training game for Liverpool and a cup final for United. Uh, Mrozic, Davies the third and fourth goalkeepers, they didn't play. Neither did Sepp Vandenberg or young Norris. I would have much preferred to see Sepp Vandenberg play than Nat Phillips or Reese Williams. And I'd like to think that as this preseason moves forward, he will get more minutes than them because they have no futures at the club. And he at least could develop into a quality backup at central defence for us. Jurgen Klopp getting top four with Nat Phillips and Reese Williams as his two starting centre-backs for a run of games is the single greatest managerial achievement in the history of the club. Genuinely. Reese Williams was playing Conference League football the season before. We can't give him away to Premier League or League or Championship club at the minute. He went on loan in the Championship last season and was horrific. Nat Phillips, we couldn't give him away the summer before that season. Couldn't find anyone that would give us five million for him. Championship clubs turned up their noses. In the summer after this, we put a 12 million pound price tag on him and no one wanted him. In the January, Watford offered a loan with an option to or an obligation to buy for 8 million 
if they stayed up when it was fairly obvious to everyone that they were going down. And this summer, no one wants it on a permanent deal. Bournemouth would like to bring him back on loan, but won't commit to buying him, won't offer an obligation to buy him. Those two stand out like a sore tongue. Even in these games, those two stood out as just not being anywhere close to the right level. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, six things noticed from Liverpool's preseason opener, fitness focus and Nunes glimp. Uh, no sign of 4-2-3-1 yet. Well, I think if you actually watch the first half, it pretty much was a 4-2-3-1. Uh, are you feeling dizzy? The new kit. I, I, it looks better on the players than it does in pictures, but I still don't like it. Uh, fitness, the name of the game with three by 30. Yeah. As, as I mentioned, changing the, the team every 30 minutes. Diogo Jota obviously was missing, uh, due to precaution, but everybody else was there and most of them got, got a game. Um, Carvalho, I think, was one of the standout players. I thought he and Luis Diaz really looked good together. Combining on that left side, he was dropping out from a central position. He was dropping into the midfield when we lost the ball, but he wasn't exactly doing any defensive work when he did that. Um... I mean, th this article suggests that Tyler Morton shone as a number eight. I, I would wonder what game they actually watched. Um, I thought Basicic looked good when he came on. I thought Tom Hill looked good, like I mentioned. Mabaya made a mistake for the first goal, but, I mean, Henderson should be helping him out there. Uh, other than that, he looked okay. Luke Chambers, I thought, looked a little bit out of his depth, but he's very, very young, so you're not going to criticize him too much um and then darwin i thought i thought darwin was pretty good now some idiot has made a failed a fail comp of him for twitter to get some likes and retweets but i thought he looked pretty good i thought his movement was good i thought his work rate was good he got himself in some good positions. He forced one great save out of De Gea. He did miss a fairly decent chance, but he had to put his foot through the ball because Bailly was throwing himself towards the ball. So I'm not really sure uh, it was a, as bad a miss as some people have made it out to be. I think it's a promising start for Darwin, and I think teams are going to find him really difficult to deal with in the coming season. Um There's a piece here by Jack Lusby on Luke Chambers, who's only 17. I thought he was 18, but he's only 17. Um, there's a piece about him and some of the other youngsters that were involved. Midfielder returns to Liverpool after club ends loan deal early. Liverpool have seen 20-year-old midfielder Matteo Rotaccio return following an unsuccessful loan spell at Charleston Battery. 
cancelling his loan early. Back in February, it was seen as a welcome opportunity as he returned to the United States for a season with the United Soccer League Championship side, Charleston Battery. Battery. Injury hit first half of the campaign. Uh, yada, yada. His time in South Carolina did not unfold as planned with a series of injuries keeping him out of the side. That's a shame. That's a shame. He He's meant to be quite quite talented. He's had a very rough time of things with injuries. I assume he'll go on another loan and probably a European loan uh, for at least the first half of the season ahead. Liverpool Loney earns man of the match after shocking championship club. Macclesfield played West Brom on Tuesday and Marcelo Pitaluga was voted man of the match after keeping a clean sheet in a victory. A 2-0 win for Macclesfield. That kid is really, really good. Really, really good. And he may be our future number one. What's this now? Jamie Carragher's son scores against club uh, scores against Liverpool as club offers trials to duo. Two trialists featured, sorry, two trialists featured for Liverpool under 21s in their preseason friendly against Wigan, with defeats seeing Jamie Carragher's son score. So Carragher's son scored for Wigan against us. I believe his name is James, is it not? Um yeah, El, El Trialist 1 played as one of the centre-backs and Trialist 2 played as uh, the other centre-back. So at one point, both Trialists were together. And I would suggest that that centre-back pairing has more of a future than Nat Phillips and Reese Williams at Liverpool. They'll go on and have fine careers elsewhere at levels more suited to their ability, but... There's no question that they can't be playing for Liverpool anymore. Darwin Nunes had massive blisters and lungs ready to explode, says Jurgen Klopp. Interesting. Good piece there. Read that. Uh, that is written by Jack Lusby. Moving on to Liverpool.com. Liverpool beat Manchester United and Chelsea in transfer race as Jurgen Klopp prediction will come true. What is this? Is this the Media Digest or is this an actual article? This is by Matt Addison. Jurgen Klopp says his side are finished in the transfer market. It's not actually what he said. And unless somehow, well, unless something exceptional comes up, um, he also said if somebody asks to leave, which is going to happen, is what I would imagine. Um, repeatedly asked this week by various outlets about the lack of a midfield setting. Asked while sitting in between Jordan Henderson and James Milner. Like, who is going to ask him that question, you absolute idiots, and, and think he's going to get they're going to get a real answer. 
Uh, th this is nonsense. I don't know what the point of that article is. Uh, Liverpool make contact to beat Chelsea to £33 million signing amid Real Madrid U-turn. Let's have a look at that. Darwin, Liverpool know Darwin Nunes reality after Manchester United as three positive positives proved critics wrong. Jurgen Klopp, £54 million jewel, set to take Liverpool to the new level, yada, yada. Jurgen Klopp has rediscovered Phil Coutinho plan. That's Carvalho. Uh, okay, what is this Media Digest thing? Liverpool friendly causes laughable reaction. It did. It's, it's actually hilarious. It's genuinely hilarious. Spanish outlet AS report Marco Asensio has performed a U-turn. It's irrelevant to Liverpool. They had no interest. Liverpool make contract, contact for signing. Uh, Matthias Nunes, he's been strongly linked. It would be no surprise if Liverpool did end up buying him. Um, he is really, really good and would fit really well into this team. And he is for sale right now. Very, very good player. On Liverpool.com, that is about it for today. Um, there's a few pieces about Harvey, about Jota, um, piece about Bobby. On Anfieldindex.com, no new article today, but I would advise everybody to read Stephen Smith's latest piece, My Struggles with Mental Health. Uh, do check that one out. Podcast-wise, there was a row after yesterday's game entitled Preseason Shite Anyway, which it is. Uh, there is a positive positivity podcast, Matt, Paul and Lubo with Justin Wells. Uh, so give that one a listen when you get a chance. And then there is that Money Talks Recruitment Analysis Part 1, where I was sacked from the transfer committee um but yeah it's part one you can listen to part two next week there is also an under pressure which has been recorded but simon brundish is currently holding it hostage he feels you don't fully deserve it he feels you've let him down i don't know that he feels that at all but tweet at simon brundish and tell him to release the tapes and that's me for today. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.